Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. I'm Sam Nick Delaney. So what? It's the Twits Odyssey again. We're going to try and actually do some of the Twits this time because we got a bit sidetracked last week. It was nice. I enjoyed it. But it wasn't really what we're supposed to be doing. No. Um, we're near the end of this thing now, so we'll crack on and we'll try and get it finished soon. Um, we're at the chapter where it says the twits are turned upside down, Sam. Mm. And sure enough, there's a lovely panoramic drawing there by Quentin Blake, who may or may not be a cunt. We haven't decided, really. Um, we're on the fence with that one. We're on the cunt fence with Quentin Blake. TBC. TBC. To be cunt judged. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, I mean, just basically just turn the page upside down and you just see a perfect picture of a living room because that's what they've done. They've recreated it. Uh, Considering the the way that the Twits live their lives in a toxic state of constant Mm. conflict and chaos and the fact that their personal hygiene is described as, like, really rank. Mm. Their home looks fucking lovely, if Delightful, I'm honest. Delightful, isn't it? It's yeah. tidy. It's well-appointed. Yeah, nice it, bunch it, of flowers in the middle it, of the dining room table Yeah, they've there. got fresh flowers. They've got things on the wall. They've got a nice lamp. Yeah. They've got a sofa that looks comfy. They've got... Um, um, what was the other thing on They've got a lovely sideboard. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they're living kind of reasonable lives in that sense, but you can never really judge someone on their home. In fact, when you go to someone's home, you know, when you go to, like, someone else's home when you're a kid, mm. um, sometimes you went to someone's house and it was fucking immaculate. Do you know what I mean? And, like, yeah. you, you, you knew if it was the first time you'd been back to a kid's house, you knew you were in trouble you can never really assess when you're at primary school what the class status of another kid might be or no, the financial circumstances. It's not, display, something you can, it's not something you can read at primary school. You might no. be able to now, but back then, no. Nah. And so you don't know till you get back to their house. They go, come to mind, you go, all right. And then you get to the house, you size it up, think, yeah, nice house. And then if the kid starts to get nervous as you go in the front door, you think, yeah. fucking hell, alarm bells, right? They've and got if they a ask you to take your shoes off, that's the big that's the one. First sign. T- take yeah. shoes off, and they say they don't say politely. Like, uh, do you mind taking shoes off? Take take shoes off. They're almost saying it's a warning. Fucking trust mm. me, mate. You don't want to be walking around here with your shoes on. The governors <laughs> are fucking. These cunts. The governors are psychos. 
right? And and then if you look around and it's really immaculate, do you know what I mean? Like fucking immaculate. Straight yeah. away, subconsciously, although I wouldn't have had the um, vocabulary to express it this way when I was a kid, I would think this is a loveless home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would a bit. I'd think, and you know, like if I think back to my favourite families to go around where I always felt the most at home and kind of almost like you know it's almost good being at home I feel safe here it's fun everyone gets along mm. they're fucking quite messy homes shit tip my house is a shit tip yeah but well, I'm, mine's... I'm, not, I'm not prepared to say that it's fun as well that would be for other people yeah. to judge my house my house when I was a kid was a sh- utter shit tip I mean yeah. it was fucking chaos I mean to the extent that there was like holes kicked in the doors because like <laughs> a couple of my brothers, that was their thing. Now they would express emotion. They would kick the doors, and they were quite right. basic sort of balsa wood council doors that were hollow. Yeah. And so yeah. you just gave them a big boot with a DM, and there'd be a hole straight through it, and yeah. it like it wouldn't be fixed for like years and years. But so it was a bit of a shithole. But I don't think it was unhygienic. It wasn't that bad. Now my house is certainly tidier than the one I grew up in. But you've got kids, so there's going to be shit everywhere. That's Do you what know what it I mean? Is, yeah. Sometimes I look around and I think one day it won't be like this because the kids won't be around. Or they'll be I know, and in and... a way it'll be a shame when everything's neat yeah. and tidy. Yeah, I'll have time to sort of do something with it and tidy it up a bit, but... Will it be you know what my kids... Uh, you know, like a joke at my expense in this house, and I don't mm. understand why. Maybe I'm being a Lampard again. But <laughs> do you know what I am obsessed with? is the amount of glasses that people leave out, right? Not just the right. kids, but my wife as well. And they all think this is hilarious. They go, oh, Dad's on about the glasses again. Oh, glasses, glasses. I go, fuck's sake, right? Everywhere I look, there is a glass half filled with water or milk or some, who, who knows mm. what else, right? Fucking everywhere. Glasses, glasses, glasses. All, all over the, the living room, all over the yeah. house, really. And I said, it's ridiculous. Get a glass of water... Drink the fucking glass of water, right? <laughs> then wash up your glass, put it on a draining board, put it in the dishwasher, right? Better like still. Like a fucking drinking robot. Fucking better still. <laughs> but why do you half get a glass of water, half finish it, leave it somewhere, like on mm. a shelf or a side table, right? Then an hour later, boom, feeling a bit thirsty again, just going to help myself to another glass of fucking water, right? half drink that leave that somewhere else there was four people in this house but every there was about a hundred glasses so I've said to them I've said right I'm fucking fed up of the amount of glasses plus sometimes they're left on the floor I kick them over right not on purpose that's not on that's not on I know so I'm walking from I get out I might be walking from like the sofa to the kitchen bang Mm. water everywhere who left that fucking glass of water there everyone's like denying it right so I said right from now on this is what's going to happen we're going to get We've got loads of glass in there. You kids do not know how privileged you are to have that many glasses, right? There are kids, not just in Africa, there are kids living around here who dream of glasses. They have to drink their cold drinks out of a fucking mug, right? the hand. Yeah. Lick rainwater off the fucking windowsill, right? You've got glasses coming out of your ears. Good ones, too. Are you going to take all the excessive glasses and put them in a bag and smash them up at the front with the back? Precisely. Precisely what I have threatened to do. I have said, you all know that I'll do it because you know how much I love smashing glass. We w- we are going to have four glasses, not these different sizes. <clears throat> Everyone, you don't need different sizes. What you need is a tumbler, what yeah. what you'd call like a half pint glass, right? Right. 
Okay. In, in whatever shape, I don't fucking care, right? Nothing but more than half you, a paint, right? You yeah. just need one of them in your house mm. each, right? You're going to buy it. you're, you're going to buy a label maker off of Instagram, and you're going to yeah. identify each each person's glass yeah. with their name so on we, it, so we don't spread germs, right? Yeah, and and the rest are getting smashed up because if there's only four glasses, it will encourage you more to clean up what you have just used, right? Mm. If you've got loads of shit. You use it, and then you put it aside, because you think, oh, I'll just get a clean one. It's like, you know, those rappers who buy a new pair of trainers for every day. As soon as they've worn them once, they chuck them. Yeah. That's a bit offensive towards the rappers, I think. What? Yeah, no, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm saying my family are worse than the rappers. The family are worse than the rappers. Not all rappers, though. Hashtag not all rappers. (laughs) The rap, I, I can't remember it was. I think it was Damon Dash and Kanye are the two that I'm referring right. to when that, I say yeah, the rappers. I've like never that. heard of a civilian doing it. It might happen. Mm. Okay, fair enough. There's a number of problems with it, not least the sweatshops in which these fucking trainers you're going through, like nobody's business, are being hand-stitched by children. <laughs> True. True. It's an ethical minefield, isn't it? And it's the it's same with water. <clears throat> Who, who's making our water, Andy? You don't know. You don't care. You're so entitled. You just turn on the tap. The water comes out. As far as you're yeah. concerned, fucking great. Drink the water. Now, let's rewind and trace the steps. Somewhere in this country, right, there is a yeah. fucking water farm full of children, orphans, yeah. right, working day and night to pick all of the rubbish out of the water that comes from out. the sewers. Yeah. yeah. straw and that and shit. Sieve it out. Toilet paper, Johnny's, all of yeah. that, right? Sieve it all out, make it clean for you, his nibs, to fucking yeah. turn on the table. Where is my clean, fresh water well, that not he's just me. delivered? Your fucking not, family. Not you. Your yeah. family to have yeah. half a glass and then have another half an hour later. Ah, uh, yeah. And what happens to the, the, the half glasses over there? Oh, no, that's gone off oh, now. It's and not you know, fresh anymore. Yes. And do you know what? That really is a thing in our house because the cat, Nelson, right? He. I've, I've spoken about this before, but he will not drink water. And this is, I've discovered this is common because loads of people got in touch when I mentioned it before. He is one of the cats who will not drink water. He will not drink standing water, right? Mm. Is your cat drinking standing water? I am the ghost of standing water. <laughs> your cat fears me, and rightly so. <laughs> he might fall in. <laughs> You know what? I was thinking of those 70s fucking things that we became obsessed with the other day because did you hear the story at the weekend about those lads in Essex who were caught in an industrial fucking tumble dryer? No. Oh, it was amazing. They were caught in an industrial... They, they got on some sort of scrapyard and they all got climbed... In, they found an industrial tumble dryer and uh, oh. they climbed in and then they had did. to be rescued, right? I'm just going to call it up. And I thought, fucking hell, it was on the news... Um, it's kind of reassuring that's still happening, isn't it? Here we go, right. Uh, Essex firefighters rescued three men from Tumble yes, Dry. Yes, men. Three, me- three men had to be rescued. This is a great Top Flight Time Machine story. Three men had to be rescued. My wife heard it on radio. She went, fucking hell. Are you and Andy writing the news now? Right. <laughs> three men had to be rescued by firefighters after getting stuck in a tumble dryer. It's on the BBC website. Essex County Fire and Rescue Service were called to a derelict laundry in Bower Hill. Epping. Here, lads. All right, yeah, Steve. Yeah. You fancy going up that derelict laundry in Epping later? 
It's you and your mate going for a walk, isn't it? Yeah, Let's just go that, for a walk. Let's go for a walk. derelict laundry. So, see if there's any derelict laundries we can have an investigation <laughs> of. <laughs> on, on Friday, after the men, thought to be in their late teens, oh, okay, crawled into an in, crawled into an industrial-sized dryer. Crawled into it. Two were in the dryer when the third's ankles became trapped in the door as he crawled. The service said the men ankles were left in the car. Trapped in the door. Yeah, what sounds fishy, doesn't it? The heli Essex Police, the Helicopter Medical Emergency Service, HEMS. I haven't heard them before. That sounds good. And the East of England Ambulance Services Hazarded and Area Response Team, HEART. Fucking hell, we're learning loads <laughs> of new acronyms. HEMS and HEART on the same job. Oh, wait, this is a, lads, this is a HEMS and HEART job. I repeat, HEMS and HEART. <laughs> well, we haven't Take had one of them around there in years. Also attended the incident, which happened at about eight, 1835. Right. Anyway, I heard this story, thought it was amazing. Mm. Um... And I thought it did. I thought get Donald Pleasance or whoever can do a voice yeah. right now. He's dead. He's like, hey, where are your children now? Do you know? Well, they might be inside an abandoned industrial tumble dryer. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, I am the ghost of derelict laundries. There'll <laughs> be some kids in in flares arriving on their choppers. Hey, look, it's a derelict laundry. Let's go and have a look around. This is their first mistake. <laughs> Don't they know that it is a death trap? I think uh, it must have been John Peel when I first heard the derelict laundries, probably 1986. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, stop, think. Don't climb inside an industrial tumble dryer. God, but it's so fucking tempting. Surely if there's three of them... <laughs> You've got you've got to have the common sense. Two you can climb in, and the other one's got to stand guard, and then you can take turns, can't you? It's idiotic for three you to get in together. Yeah, let's all get in. Just, no, no I don't know. Fucking no, 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 I think one of us should stand guard in case we get trapped. Yeah, or in case someone, because a lot of these derelict laundries they still have security. It's owned case, by someone. Yeah, we're gonna stand guard in case the man comes. Yeah, there's always a man. I'm reading a fantastic book called um, Shaggy Bane which is an amazing novel set in Glasgow in the 80s about some kid growing up it's fucking insanely good and funnily enough there is a bit where they're at some derelict industrial place and they start climbing inside washing machines and shit like that but there's always a a lot of it and you realise that in the 70s and 80s a lot of kids if you grew up in sort of like a bit of a shabby area a lot of the fun you had was finding things like derelict sites and fucking mucking around in them right and so lots of the scenes in this book which set in a very working class part of Glasgow is them just doing things like that and there is always in every scene a man there's always a man who's just employed to just stop kids playing there and just fucking chases them up here you got called the gadgie the gadgie the gadgie oh the gadgie's coming look it (laughs) Fuck. <laughs> and you'd be laughing your head off while you ran. Of course, yeah. Laughing so much that you're almost fo- falling over. Yeah. Um, How did we get to this? Well, I was just talking about standing water. My, my because my oh yeah, ca- my cat won't drink standing water from a bowl or a saucer that's left mm. out for him. He but he will drink water that he believes is a human's water, and yeah. he's so cunning because if you have a glass of water, he will come and lap at it, right? right. But so if I leave a glass of water next to my bed 
forget to shut him downstairs at night. In the night, I will always be woken up by that noise. <laughs> Uh, fucking hell, Nelson. Can't you lap a bit more quietly? Right. Thirsty cunt. But yeah, but all of them, they, if they leave, and, but if you leave a glass of water out for him, he fucking knows. So I think, in case he him. gets thirsty in the night, I'm going to leave you a glass of water. And they'll look at it like, what's that, cunt? I go, it's yeah. your glass of water. I don't want my glass of water. That's cat water. Yours. He'll be like, fuck that. I'm not having cat water. I want fucking human water. The good stuff. Okay, it's the same stuff, you dickhead. <laughs> Don't give me that shit. I know how you humans operate. <laughs> it's one fucking water for you and another water for, for the rest of us fucking for donkey muggins, cunts. Yeah. yeah, fucking muggins. <laughs> nah, don't worry about it, mate. I'll take my chances, thanks. <laughs> so what they do is they leave, my family leave these half glasses of water out, right, because mm. they're so entitled and they don't check their water privilege enough. Right, and then the cat comes and laps at it and then they're all like oh I can't drink that the cat might have oh, been yeah. at it they don't even know for a fact they go oh I left that I can't drink I can't finish that the cat might have been at it and I'm like well don't leave water out plus I don't really give a fuck if my cat I mean my cat is one of my best mates probably my best mate and to be honest if he's had a lap at my water it's not going to stop me having a sip of it afterwards so I don't care Fair enough. Jalapeño There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss wow nice yeah what you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on bomba socks underwear and t-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds yeah that plush and the best part for every item you purchase bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Jalapeño. Should we get on with a twit? Yeah. Um, there's a bottle of beer on the table there as well with a, beer, a, a bottle opener right next to it. Have you seen that? And Mr. Twit's mug. Yeah, yeah. That's for his yeah. mug of beer. I like that. I mean, it's, well, I mean, my table's not as neat as that. Like my table, my dining table has shit all over it. There's a laptop. There's yeah, like mine's, yeah. kids, it's just a depository for shit, isn't it? Shit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And yet, if you want to eat it, you just got to fucking sweep it all off or something. And this is like, this is nice, man. I mean, we don't know if they've got whether their kids have moved away to university maybe, or something. Yeah, maybe it was tidied up for Quentin Blake coming around to draw it. Maybe that's what they did. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, what's this? gasped Mr. Twit as they entered the living room. What's happened? screamed Mrs. Twit. And they stood in the middle of the room looking up. All the furniture, the big table, the chairs, the whole sofa, the lamps, the little side tables, the cabinet with bottles of beer in it, the ornaments, the electric fire, the carpet, everything was stuck upside down to the ceiling. The pictures were upside down on the walls and the floor is absolutely bare. What's more, it had been painted white to look like the ceiling. Fuck me, they've done hell of a job, haven't they, in like an hour? Well, they've mm. been out. So this is confusing for the Twits, obviously. Uh, Mrs. Twit screams, That's the floor! The floor's up there! This is the ceiling! We are standing on the ceiling! 
<laughs> uh, <laughs> we're upside down, gasped Mr. Twit. We must be upside down. We're standing on the ceiling looking at the floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, help, screamed Mrs. Twit. Help, help, help. I'm beginning to feel giddy. So am I, so am I, cried Mr. Twit. I don't like this one little bit. I will fuck you. That's what I think. You've been an absolute cunt for the entirety of this book, and it's coming up to roost. Fuck you. Fucking karma. <laughs> That's what Roly Poly Bird's saying to himself. <laughs> Fucking welcome to Karma Town, cunt. <laughs> We're upside down, and the blood's going to my head. Screamed Mrs. Twit. If we don't do something quickly, I shall die. I know I will. You won't fucking die. You but anyway, Mr. Twi- you probably could die from being on your head for a long time. Yeah. Well, I guess but so. She's yeah, not, blood so rushes I'm... to it, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, Eventually, we... the, the the blood would drain from your heart. Yeah. And then all, that, your fat then all be in your head. I yeah. think though, when you're upside down, the reason why your heart is where it is is so that when you're upside down, the entirety mm. of your body's blood would go to just above the heart. Right. Do you know what I mean? If you were to compress it all into one single part of your body, mm. as in when you're upside down, it would still mm. cover the heart. That's why the heart's where it is. That's why the heart's so, not down next so to where the cock is. God was deciding the body. He went, yeah. and now the most important component of all, the, body. <laughs> the heart. Where's it going to go? Well, there's a lot of considerations here, but my principal one is what happens when these humans want to go upside down. <laughs> exactly. I yeah, need to yeah. design. I don't want them dying unnecessarily. I, it, there, there are a number of reasons why humans may feel the need to be upside down for prolonged periods, and <laughs> I need to build the sort of safety mechanisms entirely around that possibility. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> upside down should not be a life threat. It should be fun. The uh, ancient Egyptians when they made mummies, what they did was, I learned this at weekend because I did a big Halloween quiz for my kids. Right. And so I had to research all different mummy shit, werewolf shit, mm-hmm. learned loads of good stuff, actually. In fact, I'll do it. If, if, we were, if we were having a slow day, it could easily fill a whole podcast. Do the mummy <laughs> there's, quiz. There's ghost <laughs> shit, everything. Anyway, the, the mummies, they, um, they'd, like, they'd, they'd clean out the whole body before they mummified it of everything. Right. And actually... They'd, they'd op- I don't know how they did it, but they took out even everything from your face, like your eyeballs, right? Mm. And uh, did you know what they put in instead of eyeballs? I don't know why they did this, but they would put golf onions. Balls? No, onions. No, not golf balls. <laughs> they were hard to come by. No, they'd put onions in. <laughs> Stick a couple of fucking onions in. That way. Well, a couple of, like, what, Barry Norman pickled onions, that, that size? No, nah, just normal, like, brown onions, I think. Really? Yeah. What eye sized or bigger than an eye? I, I don't know. Just all I read the way I all I know is is that they stuck onions. They often stuck onions in the head where the eyes had been. Now they left one organ inside of the body, just one. Everything else cleaned out. The guts, everything. Right. What organ do you reckon it was? Well, I would imagine it was the heart. Yeah, it was the heart. Uh, so the brain went. Anyway, yeah. I did this, and Len's a bit of a clever because he'd recently done ancient Egypt at school. Oh, so school, eh? he fucking knew the answers. I know you forget about school how it gives them knowledge, right? Just to and, um, over. and he went, "Ah, oh, yeah, well, it's because uh, <laughs> the Egyptians got it all muddled up, and they thought the heart 
was the thing that you thought with. Oh, they thought it was the brain. Wow. And I was like, well, what do you th- What did they think the brain was then? <laughs> he looked at me like, I don't know, probably the thing that pumped the blood. <laughs> it's not the point. It's not the point, mate. The point is, the cunts thought the fucking art was the brain. I don't know what they thought the brain was. I mean, what, what you want we me to tell you yet. what... We'll le- We'll, yeah. learn that next we'll learn week. that next week. What? What? You want me to tell you what they thought the fucking liver was? Oh, they thought the liver was the kidney and the kidney was the spleen. I don't have all the answers, mate. But I'll tell you this much. The cunts thought the fucking heart was the brain. And that's why they left it in, because they thought that you'd still... They were thinking this as well. If he does come back to life, like what we're hoping, he's going to have to think. I mean, he can do without the other stuff, the guts, etc. He's not, he's not necessarily yeah. going to have yeah. to eat, but he will have to think thoughts. And how's he supposed to do that without his thinking heart? <laughs> he's thinking blob. <laughs> Keep it right there in the middle. That means even when he's upside down, he can think. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah uh, Mr. Twit says, I've got it. I know what we'll do. We'll stand on our heads. Then anyway, we'll be the right way up. Um, this is getting complicated now. So they stood on their heads, and of course, the moment the tops of their heads touched the floor, the sticky glue that the ravens had brushed on a few moments before did its job. Of course, they had some glue put on their heads by the ravens in case you weren't paying attention mm. three weeks ago, whatever it was that they covered. You've got to understand that by this stage in the book, I mean, my, my view, my overview of the book is that at this stage, it's got very fucking complicated, and I've kind of lost track. It's right? a Whereas- feat of technical wizardry, as far as I'm concerned, but. You know, it is complicated. This, this, this book. When you think of the twits, you think of the beginning of the twits. You think of worms mm. in the spaghetti. You think of putting pound coins on the um, bottom of a walking stick, etc., etc. Mm. Right? Yeah. This, this shit that happens with the house being turned upside down and all this other complicated stuff. You don't remember this, and I'll tell you why. Is that by this stage, it's clear to me that fucking Roald Dahl is screaming paralytic drunk yeah and possibly high as well because you remember he bumped into those lads out by the toilets Down the around the back of the, back of the feathers pub, yeah. yeah yeah and you go oh yeah, you fucking sc- I've never tried that skunk stuff before and I tell you what I'm in no hurry to do it again either. He's probably had a com- sat down in the car park with him and had a conversation imagine right imagine this if you went home and your whole house had been turned upside down by some birds and some monkeys. You wouldn't fucking have a clue what the fuck had happened, would you? That would blow your fucking mind. I would fucking shit me pants if that happened. What about I'll, you? Listen, lads, listen. Listen, <laughs> listen to this, right? Listen to this, think. How do we know, right, that when we get home later on, the whole thing isn't upside down? How do we know that what we think is real isn't actually just upside down? How do, we, how do we know that we're all not upside down now and the right way round is, in fact, <laughs> what we would call the upside down way round, right? And we're all yeah. upside down all the time. You don't See know what I'm just, saying? Yeah. yeah, go on. I'll have another puff on it. Yeah, go on. Oh, you just don't I'll, fucking I'll, know. Just, just one, because uh, I'm sort of relaxing into it a bit now, lads. I mean, thank, <laughs> thanks for back it. there. I'm a bit embarrassed. I'm, I'm a bit embarrassed. Like I know I threw a bit of a whitey back there, but I'm all you know, right now, though. <laughs> I'm all right. I'm feeling okay now. I'm feeling, I just need to stay sitting down for a bit. And and if you've got you kind of think sugary, right? Because that that can help. I think sometimes it's just a matter of your blood sugar drops, right? I, t- I tell you what. 
Go get us when you get me my next beer. Will you get us a Coca Cola as well, right? Because that might help. <laughs> I'm gonna be fine. I'm gonna be fine. Just as long as no fucking animals have turned my furniture upside yeah. down. I'll I'll be all right. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> fucking hell! What's that? Hummus? They have hummus for tea. I can't remember now. Oh, it looks like almost done it, lads. Lads! <laughs> oh, don't be like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang on a minute, hang on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not, there's no more coming. Hang on! No, there's no more coming. There's no more coming. I'm gonna be alright. I'm gonna be alright. I'm gonna be alright. <laughs> it's just spit now. It's just bile. Oh, it tastes disgusting. It's oh, fucking green. Oh, God. That's, a, that's my stomach oh, lining coming up now. Yeah. Fuck. People always think it's carrots, but it's not. It's bits of stomach lining. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck me, lads. Oh, what a ride. What an adventure. I'd have came out for a piss. How long ago was that? <laughs> I mean, what? Three hours, it feels like. What, 20 minutes ago? Fucking hell. Feels like three hours. I tell you what, it's cleared my head, though. I feel good now. <laughs> I actually feel good. They used to do that in Roman times. They call it a purge. It's actually quite good for you. Some of the models do it, you know, the supermodels. They do it, they swear by it. <laughs> now, believe it or not, I mean, I know you might think I'm not much to look like, but I actually do know quite a lot of very high-quality fanny because, just because, of, I mean, I'll be honest, I've got my eyes open to it. It's because I'm rich. It's because I'm rich and famous and I've got a helicopter. That's and what you it wouldn't is. believe it, it just attracts the fanny like nobody's business. And I tell you what, I'm not daft enough to think this for any other reason. I know I'm no. not an attractive man. I got my eyes you know, open. Success is an aphrodisiac. Then that's that. no, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking I'm riding the wave, mate. I'm not one of these fellas you see, like your Barry Sheens, right? Or your Ian McShane's, like with their six packs and their fancy leather jackets. That's not me. Never has been, never will be, right? <laughs> but ask my friend Salman Rushdie, he'll tell you the same, right? <laughs> Don't fucking matter what you look like, right? If you've got your name on a few bucks and a few quid in the bank, the fanny still comes fucking knocking. No trouble there. And I'm not talking any old fanny either. I'm talking fucking A1. Top class fanny. Oh, yeah, I'm punching. Fucking way out of my league. Don't worry about that. But I don't care. I see people looking at me when I'm out with a bird and they think, what, is that? Is that his fucking daughter or something? I don't mind. I don't give a fuck because I'm with her and you're not. Cunt. I, I laugh you know to I mean? myself. I go, that's right, drink it in, cunt. Because it's be, me who's going on with her. Yeah, she's going to be sucking me off later on and you'll be back at home watching fucking Family Fortunes or Next something. Next to your fuck fucking missus, who you haven't had it off with in about fucking two years, watching fucking Coronation Street, getting a fucking semi on over Bet Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it makes me fucking laugh. <laughs> it's true though lads so, um, I can see from your faces that you're sceptical you don't believe me but I'll tell you what I'll do I'll get some of it some of my best fanny I'll bring I usually I, I like to come down here on me own bit peace and quiet because they give me fucking earache don't they but I tell you what come here two days that not tomorrow because I'm busy Thursday <laughs> I just got I just got shit to do don't ask right but Thursday <laughs> 
Thursday, I'll be here and I'll get down. I'm not going to name names, but there's going to be Fanny that will make your fucking eyes pop out of your head. <laughs> right? And make sure you bring plenty of this gear as well, because they might like that. All right, all right, all right. All right. I'll, I'll, g- I'll give you one name. Jan Francis. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> there you go. She, I mean, I don't know what Jan's up to, but I'm f- fucking from experience. I know that if I fucking drop her a line and tell her that I'm at the drinks are on me, and there's a couple of lads who might have some skunk weed going as well, <laughs> she'll fucking be here. If I know Jan, she'll fucking be here. Don't worry about that. <laughs> she loves to party. Lorraine Chase, she's another one, right? You know, uh, from the fucking martini adverts and that. She'll be here. Don't worry about that. She don't drink martini in real life, though. I tell you that for nothing. <sighs> uh, so there we go. So, yeah, they've stu- stood on their heads. Uh, they're glued, pinned down, cemented, fixed to the floorboards. And it says, through a crack in the door, the monkeys watched. They jumped right out of their cage the moment the twits had gone inside. And the roly-poly bird watched. And all the other birds flew in and out to catch a glimpse of this extraordinary sight. And there we go. We've covered another chapter in this episode. Wow. So we're, we're, we're getting towards the end gradually. Uh, there's one, two. Oh, there's only two more chapters to go, Sam. And then, no. and then the, the, the... Oh, yeah, the monkeys file. escape and then the twits get the shrinks. But it won't be and over then, there because we will do at least, at least one episode, but possibly 20, yeah. on the meat roll doll file that is and included the, in the, this edition of the book. And the meat Quentin Blake file as well. Yes. So plenty to come. Um, all right, uh, that's it from this one. Thank you very much for listening. TTFN, dickheads. Ta da! Ta-da.